Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Podcast starts now. What's up, everybody? And you are listening to Stradio Lab, the unequivocally best rated podcast ever to exist. <laughs> unequivocally, a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> unequivocally up there on um, the podcast iTunes charts. Um, George, how yeah. the heck is it going? I mean, I have to say, I'm my, I'm really drawing a blank today. I remember last time mm. I had so many things to say and I, well, this is like not a joke, but I, I've been going to this doctor who's gay and then everyone who works there is gay and it's like supposed to be empowering, but instead it's like all these twinks that are like, <laughs> last time I was there, this guy kept talking to me about, um, euphoria. Mm -hmm. And then I had to like bend over make you and get an anal good. exam. You know what? I had almost the exact opposite situation when I went to my gay doctor. Yeah. Okay. So the similarity is my gay doctor is also like a twink and it mm -hmm. was sort of like, like it used to be an old man and I much preferred that. And cause he was just, I could talk to him pretty honestly. And this twink, it's kind of scary. Cause I'm like, who do you know? Like you're probably friends with some of our friends. Yeah. You've been out like when we've been out and it makes me uncomfortable to tell you what's wrong with me. Cause what if you tell everyone what's exactly. wrong with me? Exactly. I mean, um, we have a friend whose therapist is spotted out and is like part of part of gay nightlife even <laughs> should be a nightlife fixture <laughs> it's just not right if you ask me i think it's wrong 
And, but my, you know, my doctor, I said, well, this is what's going on with my hole. Right. And he said, well, th- that just happens to everybody. So mo- get on out of here. I had the same experience. We really? Need- <laughs> yes. Why? <laughs> I'm like, do you know what? Sometimes you're like, I wish things were more stigmatized so I could get a diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get a, a, a pill, a surgery. I'm trying yeah. to get everything um, so that everything can work perfectly. I don't think there should be any flaws inside of me. I kind Thoughts? of agree. It's crazy <laughs> that we're just, and I, I was talking about this recently with someone like not to make things too serious, but like when people talk about COVID and they're like, first they told us to wear these masks. Then they told us to wear these masks. Like the central issue is like, there's always uncertainty in medicine. Like sometimes doctors truly don't know something. And that's mm-hmm. the scariest thing of all. Like if I'm going somewhere, I need an answer. Oh, and, and doctors, oh, they get so mad. They're such sensitive people. And they're like, oh, don't Google your symptoms before coming. And don't tell me what you You're found. Right, and it's like, actually, all you do is Google my symptoms. Like you just have a little more. <laughs> yeah. You have like a encyclopedia. Yeah. Like that you look at like. So, so this is an anti-medicine. I guess like podcast? should gay people be doctors? <laughs> No, I honestly, we, I, this kind of adds to our topic. So okay. I think we actually need to save thoughts like that. What? Just cause it's like a form of employment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize how close I was. <laughs> I think, uh, girls that are obsessed with gay guys should definitely be doctors. Basically girls that are obsessed with gay guys. Like I don't, everything I'm saying now sounds like I'm making a joke. Like when I was like, should gay people be doctors, but I'm about to say something else that sounds like a joke, which is that girls that are obsessed with gay guys are kind of the backbone of society. And I don't mean (laughs) that in like a funny way. I mean that in like a literal way. And I think pretty much if they were in charge of most things and I don't, this is not like, not just straight girls. Like it can be queer women who are obsessed with gay guys too. (laughs) It just needs to be like a woman with an appreciation of gay guys. (laughs) Like, cause it can't be actual gay guys. Cause then they'll like accidentally set off the nuclear, that like accidentally give away the nuclear codes on grinder. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yet again, everything I'm saying sounds like I'm like in a, like I'm in a logo original podcast. And thank you. How for do we avoid that? that? It's one of the hardest things. I think people, it's so hard to avoid that because it is fun. It's fun to talk like that. And it feels, it's like not wrong. Like, you know, referencing Grinder or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we're gay podcasters. Yeah, we're referencing Grinder. Like, but that's maybe not if we hack, just have a just French us. accent, then we could say things that <laughs> sound more basic, but like they they would be elevated a little bit. Uh, yeah. Well, well, maybe that. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing you. it. <laughs> okay. Um, I just think at some point you can't avoid who you are and what we are, are gay podcasters. And I'd say working within the systems actually, right. and not really fighting them that hard. Yes. Well, we're dismantling. Well, I don't know. I don't want to use that metaphor right now. <laughs> it's like, we don't have to, we don't have to draw in, um, you know, the master's house with the master's tools when talking about gay podcasting, maybe that's where no. I'll draw the line. <laughs> maybe that's where the line is drawn. And you know what I say, fuck it. Let's just be the gayest gay podcasters we can be. It's Joey J up in this bitch. Oh my God. So So bitch. (laughs) Have you bottomed lately? Um, actually yes. Biatch. And it was incredible. The other day I bottomed while watching an episode of, and just like that, which is iconic (laughs) and incredibly good. And actually the one thing I hate about it is that all the women are old and I hate women because I'm gay. 
And um, on top of that, uh, I just want to say, yeah, it's still winter. And yeah, I'm drinking my iced coffee. I'm drinking iced coffee every day. And guess what? I'm walking fast. <laughs> I My entire day is bu- buying iced coffee and walking fast from one Starbucks to another. Is it just me or does the city not have a single damn top in it? Can I get an amen? <laughs> There is a literal global top shortage and we need to do something about that because none of the tops are understanding the assignment. (laughs) Okay. Wait. Um, the thing is we could do that all day and I do feel, you know, actually that felt homophobic. Whoa. That felt hateful. Okay. Cause we are that (laughs) we are that like, we're just sort of exaggerating in a way that's kind of mean. I don't think we are that. I think we're better than that. I'm I just don't gonna, think we're better than that. you don't. Okay, <laughs> cool. I think I think we're slightly more elevated at times, but no, I don't even though I don't even think we're elevated. I think if anything, we might be we might be worse than that. <laughs> oh, please! Uh, I'd love to know how. Well, at least the, at least the people that we are potentially lampooning know who they are. I think the under the, the subtext of this podcast is like, who are we? Mm, mm-hmm. You know what it it, it it like each time there's a certain anxiety that both you and I have where we're like, well, we're not that, well, we're not that. Yeah. And can I, okay. This is a, a related twist. Yeah. I saw the newest scream this week mm. and uh, I did realize we are the scream of gay podcasters <laughs> where mm-hmm. we are, we are making a gay podcast, but we are also sort of always saying, what is a gay podcast? Oh, of course. Yes. The whole time we're sort of exploring like, but gay podcasts do this, but we do it this way. And we're showing you, we know how we're being gay podcasters, but we are still gay podcasting. So we aren't free from what we are. We're complicit. Yes. Well, what do you think about that? We're embedded in our own critique. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, Courtney Cox, we would love to have you on the pod, Girlina. <laughs> if you can hear the sound of my voice, call me. I heard she's great in the new one. Yeah, she's good. I thought I it was a good movie. Um, great. Can well, you hear my? Can you guys hear my heater going? Absolutely I certainly right can. Now? Really? Yeah. It's making so much noise. Just um, let's wait for. <laughs> let's pause for my okay. heater. <laughs> Yeah, it's chilling out. Okay, oh, great. Yeah. A- yeah. Okay. Hold on. Our editor, Adam, if you're listening, <laughs> keep all of this in. <laughs> yeah. People are, my heater wants to talk. Huh? Your heater is like, get me out of this gay podcast recording. I cannot listen to this for a single second longer. Okay. Okay. We need to bring in our guest. I fully agree. I can't wait to hear what he thinks about everything we've said so far, because I think he will bring such a powerful perspective. I agree. And you know what this podcast needs? Uh, in addition to the two of us speaking, someone who's a slightly different version of the two of us also speaking. <laughs> yeah, sort of a yeah, a variation on the form. Yeah. So without further ado, um, give a glamour girl hooty hoo to Benito Skinner. Hi. Oh my god. Welcome to the lab. I just come in. I'm like, hey cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I feel that top thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was an incredible, that was really hard to sit through. To not yeah, you did interject. not look happy. No, mm-hmm. I had the best time. Well, at first I was trying to like check my emails because I was yeah. like, I feel like, I don't know if it's distracting to you to see my reactions, but I was genuinely like really enjoying it. I was laughing. Okay, good. And, well, yeah. you guys are funny. You guys are oh, funny. thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, no, we're just trying to, I was trying, I was like, okay, 
I, I, I felt so crazy doing like impressions while you were watching, you know, oh my it's, God, stop. it's very, it's like, it's, you know, it's like having, um, you know, uh, Adele on and me covering Bonnie Raitt or and something. You're, and you're doing vocals. That's, <laughs> That's absolutely right. not yeah. true, but I, I appreciate that. Thank you, baby. It did. Wow. Um, I, we, one thing about us is that we are actually, I don't know if you know this desperate for everyone to like us and <laughs> right. But oh, um, I have that too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. We actually like are, we're trying to be funny and people think, Oh, they're being funny. Like for the listeners. And it's like, actually never, mm-hmm. ever, ever. We are looking at the guests and, and sort of analyzing their micro movements to be like, Oh, they like us. Oh, they hate us. I'm and actually, I don't really listen to anything Sam says. I go, I, I base what the words I'm saying based off of the reactions I get from our guest. So if you look like you're not having fun, I'll just kind of say the opposite word of what I was just saying. You'll immediately be done. I, so it's so interesting. Like we, I do a podcast with Mary Beth and we don't have guests. Hmm. And so instead I find that I just, I like listen to the podcast back and I just wait for someone to tell me I'm annoying. Cause like as a gay man, that just will come. You're going to hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine if we had more guests on, I would, I wouldn't even talk to her the entire time. I would just compliment the person who was on. Right. Well, it's, it becomes a rivalry, sick. basically. I mean, Sam and yeah. I are essentially competing for your attention this entire time. Oh, entire I can't time. wait. This is going to be heaven. But the thing is, we both can't actually be, um, like, even before when I was complimenting you on your impressions, like, I was like, wait, we don't do this. Like, we never, we never talk about guests' credits. We never say anything nice about them. We Please just want don't. them. We want yeah. them to like us for who we are. Mm-hmm. I already do. Thank I really you. do. You're gay. I mean, I love you guys. <laughs> One you thing kidding? you can't say is not true about us is that we're gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that um, as a compliment. Also, the anti-doctor rhetoric is so that was beautiful. Thank I, you. It's so it's so good to hear that in this climate. What's like yeah, your ideal yeah. doctor? If you're going to a medical professional, they're in network. <laughs> yeah. You won't have well, to pay. What do you want? So there's, I don't know what it is. Um, well, we're going to talk about a little bit. I think, I assume this company is like an entrepreneur moment. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those like hymns companies, but yes. that, that they advertise on the subway. It's not like Roman. Cause that's like dick pills. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Which are ED. valid. Shout out ED. And beautiful. Um, no, but it's like something where you can just talk to a doctor on zoom and then they prescribe you Lexapro. That's what I oh. have but you get to like see the, the pictures of the doctors. Mm -hmm. And so mine, I know a straight guy will not play games. He'll just prescribe it and we'll barely talk. Some of like the women, I'm like, they're going to care a little bit more and tell me to like go to therapy before (laughs) just prescribing me nine months of like, that's right. Well, cause a straight man will have a more boring, a boring straight man. Yeah. Well, a straight man will have a more, um, let's say mathematical view of the world, like, you know, less emotional intelligence, more, uh, rational stupidity. And so, you know, he'll hear a trigger word like sad and he'll be like, Oh, here's this. Yeah. Done. You've taken it for two years. Keep going. And it's like, yeah, let's up that dose, babe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, Hey, it's been, my favorite is one guy just went, I mean, it's been working, I guess. So like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Is there anything else you need for me? And I'm like, is this my moment to ask for Adderall? Do I just, (laughs) they will not prescribe it. That's the one thing they want. Yeah. It's too bad. Bastards. Yeah. We'll start our own company. (laughs) 
<laughs> we should invent gay Adderall. <laughs> it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Ketamine's kind of like that, I guess. I guess that's true. I guess that's yeah. true. You're right. I guess, yeah. I guess in many ways, um, so many things are gay Adderall. <laughs> yeah. I we have a new okay. one every month. I I had a bad gay doctor another time who yeah. was too he was so emotional. He was like like <laughs> he was like crying. Was, he was like <laughs> this is I, like I had an issue and he yeah. was like you know what it is? You aren't fully out to your parents. And I was like, "Oh my Excuse god. Excuse me, was this a medical doctor or It was a medical doctor. It was wow. I I a medical I couldn't believe it. And he was just like you know, a lot of these physical things are tied to the emotional and like, oh I my think God. Meanwhile, like... you have an ear infection. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I want antibiotics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can you just, something's up. Like, can you give me a test? Yeah. Was this like, well, I don't want to make you say anything you're not comfortable saying, but it was a sex related thing. And he was, was like, the reason you can't do something sexually is because you're not fully comfortable with your sexuality. Uh, yeah, basically it was a, it was a whole problem. And hey, we've got them. Yeah. Here's what I'll say about psychosomatic <laughs> things. Girls, we have problems too. Absolutely. We do. <laughs> I am I'm allowed to think everyone else's problems are psychosomatic, but no one is allowed to think my problems are, are psychosomatic. <laughs> like I pretty much think everyone is lying about their illnesses. But then when I have like a slight allergic reaction or something, I'm like, we need to call the UN to airlift me out of here. <laughs> No, I have friends who always have like sore throats and I'm just like, you're a lying bitch. I know. <laughs> you know, like I'm so mad at them. I don't know what, but yeah. But if I feel sick, it's like, it's not okay. Yeah. Something. I gotta, I gotta call up my straight guy and see if he'll prescribe me something else. No matter what it is, you're like more Lexapro. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, it seems to be working. Let's do it. Let's go girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue with him. No. I also, I don't find my current twink doctor hot, but I know that traditionally he is hot to many people. So I feel like I'm competing with him in a weird way. Right. Uh, yeah. Because if you don't find them hot, immediately it's competing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's girl, exactly. right. Girls, girls, right. <laughs> yeah. Girls. Amen. <laughs> yes. Uh, when you up. see a gay, another gay guy on the street, it's like, okay, is this my new boyfriend or my new enemy? <laughs> Okay, Absolutely. actually, George, to be honest, we have had this conversation for real on the pod, so you cannot mm -hmm. worry above it. Wait, have we? <laughs> yeah, the airport's episode. Suddenly God my encyclopedic it. knowledge of our own podcast. Oh, but that's because in airports, you know, the logics are narrower. Like, yeah. you don't have time for gray areas. Wait, isn't there something about, like, you, like, cry also more on planes? Oh. Someone told me that recently, and it just felt like a lie, but I took it. Oh, yeah. I certainly have cried. I've cried at movies on planes that, I mean, could not imagine would have made an emotional <laughs> impact otherwise. Yeah. Although I feel like I always see people watching Marley and me on a plane. <laughs> like, I always see that on someone's screen, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Like, that sounds like the most like unrelatable stand-up bit of all time. No, exactly. I, <laughs> I say that, and the crowd in Bushwick is like, "Why the fuck did we come?" Okay, like, is it just me, or is everybody on the plane watching Marley and me? <laughs> like, come on, where are my Delta girls at? Make some noise if you know the, the Marley crowd, and me thing. No, the whole crowd of like gays in Bushwick who are like, "I hate his videos. Like, he's, bad. <laughs> he's bad for the community." Um, yeah, like why can't he do? Why can't he just like put lipstick on his? Chin? peak and sing no, exactly. badly <laughs> like this sucks no um why is he competent i guess, I guess it's always i guess it's always like marley me or something like 
animal based yeah. is what I see the most. And then I'm like, well, yeah, that is like going to get an emotion of you. But I, I don't know if I've cried, but. Do you know what, I, what happened to me recently on a plane is, so I was like, for whatever reason, I wanted like, I wanted a nostalgia kind of moment. Okay. And I was looking at like old movies. I pressed play on Funny Girl starring one Barbara Streisand. Yeah. And then there's this young teen girl sitting next to me. And suddenly, 20 minutes later, I see her, of all the thousands of movies that are available, also press play on Funny Girl. And I was like, this is, I don't know what, I can't address this. Like, it is, you very clearly saw me watching Funny, of all movies, Funny Girl, and then decided to press play on it. And then she was being very, like, performative in her laughing at it. And I was like, this is insanely narcissistic, but I was like, Oh, she's like a young teen girl and she thinks I'm like a cool gay guy. <laughs> yeah. She's and like, she's this like is exactly what you want. You watch vintage class. Yeah. yeah. She's like, planes. okay, I'm getting an education on this plane. I've never met a gay guy before. I'm literally going to learn from him. <laughs> and then also that you're scenes ahead. Like she clearly yeah. doesn't have OCD. Like that makes me <laughs> sick to my stomach. <laughs> if somebody was watching it by me and I'm scenes ahead of them, that is hell. Yeah, she's sick. She's she so is. powerful. She should she run. I, the I asked. I asked to change Queen. seats. I said I don't. I don't want to be next to. I want to sit by this little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I made her cry. Me. I made her cry. I you, said turn you it just off. Touched her screen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you watched that. Uh, recently, I I was like, should I watch Streetcar Named Desire? Because it kept popping up. Totally. Like I kept seeing it, and I was like, sure. It's horrible. It's unwatchable. <laughs> like wow. I, it's really not good. I feel really wow. bad saying that, but like it is, t- it's a tough watch. Like I don't think I've seen that since I was like a kid. Like I, I, I never he seen looks. It. I mean, he's he's beautiful. Right. I think that's kind of the whole plot. Like you're just like he's <laughs> so good looking, but I was kind of like, what the fuck? Don't you think a streetcar named Desire without the cultural context sounds like a Lana Del Rey album? It is. Yeah, that was a scrapped wow. one. That's the B-sides. <laughs> yeah, that's our girl. Wow. Well, I think it might be time for our first segment. What do you think, Sam? I think you're 100% right. Um, should I do it? Are you ready? How freaking crazy would it be if I like introduce the segment and like maybe explain I mean, like what Benito, it is. I, one mm-hmm. thing you might not know is Sam always in his very porny voice asked me to please introduce the segment. <laughs> oh, I love that with the stash. I yeah. love yeah. it. Well, it's because I'm it. so bad at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love being dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm so horny. I'm stupid. George, can you introduce a segment? I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm going to be a big boy today wow. and I'm going to try to introduce a segment, but it's honestly been a while. So now I actually am bad at it. Kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. And look at me, Sam, you can do it. Okay. So Benito, our first segment is called Straight Shooters. And in it, we will ask you a series of rapid fire questions in which we ask you basically this thing or this other thing, and you just choose one. And um, that's pretty much the entire game. It's generally to gauge your familiarity ah, with straight culture. Okay. However, yeah. it, it is, you probably feel right now, I'm missing something. Yeah. And I assure you that's in the design of the game. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And in okay. fact, if you ask, you have to follow your gut. You mm-hmm. will be scolded. Yeah. You can't okay. ask any questions. Okay. Sam, take it away. Oh, wow. Okay. Time Magazine, Out Magazine, or Time Out Magazine? 
Timeout magazine. <laughs> Timeout. Okay, my Love first that. one's kind of similar. Oh. Benito, the New York Times or <gasps> that new song by Grimes? That new song by Grimes. <laughs> okay, being a super spreader or being a mega donor? Being a super spreader. <laughs> a little life or the big Lebowski? The big Lebowski. Um, I assume this just is what's straighter, but I'm just kind of doing what I want to say out loud. You have to live sure. your truth. You have okay, to live cool. your truth. I love that. Um, so there's too much drag race on TV or there's too many microplastics in the sea. <laughs> there's too much drag race on TV. <laughs> okay. Filing an out of network claim or receiving an out of office reply? Receiving an out of office reply. Boy erased or girl interrupted? Oh, good one. Both. <laughs> yeah, correct. Both. Um, a Canada Dry Black Cherry Flavored Seltzer or a Canada Goose Lightweight Expedition Parka? <laughs> a Canada Goose Lightweight Expedition Parka. Mm. <laughs> wow, Are we done? Incredible. I think With we're done. Oh my God, wow. We really like, we really breeze through those. I mean, and that's what, you know, I'm going to say, Benito, you got, I'd say... 752 doves it's out of a thousand doves (laughs) perfect and you know my favorite track from that record (laughs) yeah everyone's it was a huge hit not a skit not a skit it was a really huge hit it was a really huge hit it did really well for her no it did yeah it's charting right now (laughs) okay but justice justice for the 1000 doves remix on dawn of chromatica oh my god and a free woman the free woman remix what a damn hit not that i noticed that many differences on some of the remixes some of them i'm like oh that's just the song in the chorus again but we have to talk about the disappointment that is like the anticipation of the remix and then listening it to it and being like, oh yeah, I guess it's different. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's never like, actually as good as you want it to be. No, the segments are always better. Like I remember I really it was huge to me, this like um house labs remix of Babylon. Yeah. Like I thought that was like a huge part of my life. And I heard it and I was like, oh kind of unlistenable yeah like a little bit like i mean it like and i'm like oh, okay yeah it was good for like the ad campaign for makeup but i don't need it every yeah. day yeah well we as gay people love to attach ourselves to things that are sort of hard to find um we like to art popify everything and yeah i think we like to say we're different and so when there is a unreleased remix somewhere out there we have to claim that it is going to be the best song ever yeah or a leak i mean oh my god i feel so bad like that's the one thing when these people these artists are like i'm so sad about the leaks i'm like it's your gay assistant like Mm -hmm. i know who did it he mm-hmm. sent it to yeah, it's Mark. Yeah. <laughs> like I know the exact person who sent this to every like stupid love leaked because of this exact person. But yeah, no, it it is really um it feels like they're all ours, I think, in a way, which is special. Right. Well, and when a song, you know, it's a, a gay man, uh, what's the word, betraying a woman, that actually makes that gives it a dramatic narrative. <laughs> it's gayer. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly it's Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. It's sick. That's art pop. <laughs> That's art pop. <laughs> and it's sometimes also- the narrative of sometimes the music doesn't even have to be good. <laughs> sometimes no. all you need is someone sending an email. Oh, and then if I just have a leaked song, I'm like, 
I love it. She should have put it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no matter what, I'm like, should have gone on the album. There's yeah. a really good target song, <laughs> exclusive target song. Mm. Wait, did I freeze? No, we're, we're okay. listening for, okay. for what oh. the song is. <laughs> oh yeah. There's this target song for chromatica that's called, um, love me still or something. And it's, exclu- it's a target exclusive target exclusive. Oh my no, God. You can't get it anywhere. You else. have to go into a target. It's on YouTube because oh. obviously the, the monsters ripped that shit, but it, it really is so good. Wow. But really? It would make no sense on the album, but I, t- I everyone I tell them like, this well, Target is a sponsor. So please go and um, <laughs> download it through official means. <laughs> yep. <laughs> go buy it in store, physical copy. <laughs> please guys go buy the single, the single that is a CD <laughs> at the local Target store. Shall we get into the topic? I think yes. we should actually. Yeah. It's a juicy one. It's a juicy and I, one. And I want to let Ben like r- kind of, give give your thought process and what went into choosing this and and why you think it's a straight topic yeah so immediately i'm just like so serious like yeah (laughs) um Um, thank you so much for asking me that Um, i really like i appreciate being on this um well okay so i did tell um the dolls that i was gonna do matthew mcconaughey's book green lights green lights but then I just, I haven't read it, but so many straight men have told me to read this book and they love this book. But instead, I thought I would go with entrepreneurship Mm. to make it a little bit more broad. And I mostly mean like millennial, like straight male millennial entrepreneurship, which looks like hymns, Roman, like they all have that font. Their Mm. ad campaigns on the subway are always like a little off. Like they don't quite make sense. And they're kind of like snarky. Like they kind of have like snap, snap energy. <laughs> um, like they're kind of like, are you really going to eat that chicken? Didn't think so. And it's like, what? Yeah. And like, it's like an ad for supplements. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's, that's really fucking mean. Yeah. Um, so any of those, but I think it's like in thinking about it just today, um, I thought a lot about like, it's kind of the Mark Zuckerberg effect that yeah. these like, millennials have it's these straight men who are like i have to create like an app because that's how you like make billions of dollars and they love like a billion dollars like we're so fine with way less like all of us just want like a house they and maybe a kid but like not like probably not they want like a billion dollars it is you're hitting on something so just like it's like genius in its simplicity which is that all straight men want one billion (laughs) dollars no like a simple billion like a billion flat but it's it's really like and they are not happy until they have that and i think that's what these apps and yeah it's hell and i think the fact that they have to even if even if you're the most privileged person whatever to create a company you have to at least pretend you're doing something and their life then becomes trying to somehow justify wanting one billion dollars so they have to be like go through the motions of being like we want to revolutionize healthcare (laughs) no yeah just this simple byline and it's like um those are hair pills yeah (laughs) like this is not like this is i mean i don't know who like created venmo i assume it's like within that like it's a straight man that has straight men. Well, I know PayPal famously is like the PayPal mafia is like all these people that were involved in the founding of PayPal. And it's like Elon Musk, um, okay. uh, Peter Thiel, like all these people that then Heroes. went on. <laughs> yeah. only. And it was like, yeah. oh wow, the PayPal mafia. They were like on the cover of Wired Great. magazine or something. Um, 
I also very much encourage everyone to Google right now, PayPal, Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, and look at the first photo that comes up. Um, it's gorgeous. That is rough. Oh my God. Is that a real image? <laughs> yes. That is. It's like one of my favorite photographs ever taken. Oh my That's God. A bummer. Oh, so Elon has a hair. He has yes. a hair transplant. Fully. As does yeah. honestly okay. Peter Thiel. Okay. And a very successful one. And a very successful one. Yeah. I love it. To get, uh, yes. yeah, to get, I feel um, the like straight, it's, it feels straight specifically entrepreneurship too, because like we, I feel like start to be like, well, this is all pointless. Like this is all stupid, but straight people are still like, wait, I need to like prove yes. something. No, that's what it is. It's like anyone else. It's, it's the kind of. It's fully like gaslighting. It's like everyone else can see right through what you're doing. No one, no one, literally no one believes this except for other people whom it benefits to believe to, to play into it because they also have something to gain from it. So it's mm -hmm. like all of this is just so that everyone can go to the Aspen Ideas Festival. <laughs> oh, um, all roads lead to the Aspen Idea Festival. It's literally, it's all of it is like all of the startup economy is like a dress rehearsal for the Aspen Ideas Festival. So I have Wait, a... I can't stop looking at photos of them together. Sorry. Their <laughs> oh, no journey worries. through space and time is like, wow. I mean, yeah, they're, I'm not over the hair transplant. I can't stop looking at it. Do you know what's really sad is that they both actually kind of look good now. Yeah. No, like they actually like aged really well. Yeah. Well, I think that's what's hurting me the most. Yeah, it's really it, like well, Peter Thiel got some lasers done. <laughs> I mean, they've got money. They've got a lot of money. They can get some work done. I have a topic. Please, um, please. So I have talked about um, my name doppelganger. Sam Taggart is a character on ER, mm. but I have another name doppelganger who is a like trying to revolutionize door to door sales. And so I will sometimes get tagged in like the weirdest photos of like the big Philadelphia bis business conference. Mm -hmm. And it's Love like that one, <laughs> <laughs> the men in music business, the men in music absolutely. business yeah, concert, absolutely. Philadelphia absolutely. edition. Yeah, absolutely. Philly. Mm -hmm. And it like one makes me so sad because then I'll start watching this man's videos and it's very much like, you know, like, I'm bringing your selling game to the next level. Like it's time to revolutionize sales by making real human connections. And that is like the darkest form of entrepreneurship. Cause it's like almost a pyramid scheme or something. And, it, but I don't and, know how, but yet. see, that's the thing all like, and I'm only saying this because sadly, this is one of the few things I have so much exposure to because of my entire early twenties, literally all of it is fake. Like that, that's, what's the most alarming about it is Everyone has a story of like, oh yeah, this one guy I went to college with is like, kind of like a, you know, um, is, is trying to make it in tech, but he seems like he doesn't know what he's doing or whatever. And it's like, no, everyone is exactly like that. Trying to make it in tech. Like yeah. that is so tough. No, That's also the thing. It's like, I feel like for some reason, since we're outside of it, we can be such like, it, it's so easy to see that it's going to fail. Yes. Like, I don't know, because we're not a part of that community and they're so tied up in the language mm -hmm. of it. It's like, no, that makes no sense. Like, that is not a necessary creation. Well, it's also like its <laughs> like, own little community. Like, you are basically at any given point trying to, like, impress, like, investors 
and funders who have a very, very narrow view of the world. So like you actually don't have to sell it to the rest of the world. All you have to do is sell it to like these random people who spend their entire days listening to startup pitches. Yeah. And they have like the little, the little names, the names are my favorite because I think that those are queer. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Those are made by, by gay people who are fresh out of college. And yes. that's why they're like, like door to door is like DR to DR. I w- so I, there was one, it's so funny. I was talking to a friend from college last night about this. Someone we know has a startup called human and it's spelled H V M N. And they make like basically like fake electrolyte drinks. Hmm. Sick. I'm in. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and um, so, I just want to say they're really so good. good. Yeah. yeah. They're so good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all so good. I they're think really they're good. all going to make it. <laughs> I really do. I think every startup should make a billion dollars and then fade away. I think, I think so too. Well, they do yeah. literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, then they're immediately done. And they, they all just want to get bought. That's the thing too. They have yes. no passion. Like, I think, I really think that if like queer people or straight women, if they really wanted to like make a company, like the woman who made Spanx, like she's definitely doubling down. Like she's never leaving it. Oh, 100%. I feel like that's hers forever. And Elizabeth Holmes, I mean, I guess she did some things wrong, Queen. but like, what is different? <laughs> yeah. It's called having passion. Okay. It, at least she had passion. That's it. Yeah. She was punished for having ambition. No, a hundred percent. I think it's sick what we do to women in media. I it's agree. It's a witch hunt. Quite a witch hunt. I'm done. <laughs> I'm literally done with the media. I'm done. not consuming it. I'm not making it like whatever. I'm boycotting media. <laughs> I did. I did delete Twitter and it feels like I am boycotting media mm-hmm. wow. like in that. But just because I was just having this thing where like people would just say things and they weren't necessarily mean, but then I would just stew about them for days. Yeah. Ooh. Like, and that was, this is totally off topic. And I'm like, <laughs> I just want to talk to you guys about this. No, please. Uh, we love okay? getting off topic. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Like none of it was actively mean, but it would just be like, like a response to a tweet about the podcast and then being like, I'm not sure if I think it's funny or not, or if you guys are actually dumb or like shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wish yeah, you had we, like a strong uh, let's just say stance. We get that one a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just would prefer if you had like a true stance, but no, I am I am anti-media right now because I don't have Twitter, but I think I'll probably download it tonight. And <laughs> yeah. what else, what you else should I've download it right now. Download no, I right think I, I really will. I miss it. Okay, so we've established that straight men all want to make $1 billion yeah. and then their life is dedicated to creating a fake narrative that frames that in an altruistic way, basically. So it's like, I want to make $1 billion, but in order to do that, I have to first convince at least one person that I want to revolutionize mobile payments. Yeah. And then they buy a Stone Island jacket. Yeah. They, they go straight to Stone Island or like, um, what are some of the, or like Arcteryx, they get their Arcteryx, <laughs> they get their Tesla, but not the, not the really expensive one, like Maybe. more of a chill, like lower. I don't know how much Teslas are, but I think there's one that's like <laughs> not intense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause I think everything's a hundred thousand dollars. I agree. And I, yeah. think te- I think Teslas are a hundred thousand dollars, but isn't there one that's like 40? So I they think get the I actually, 40. I I think that they used to be all a hundred thousand dollars. And during the past, like five years, they have gotten more and more affordable. 
Um, so fingers hear. crossed. <laughs> Let's get I'll it. Get one Let's soon. get it, bitches. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I feel like they also they also love like within the entrepreneurship space. They love like videos of people who have made it because they're like five. Yes. Speaking about making it and like right. owning teams. Like that's kind of the the last phase of it after they sell the company that they have no passion for. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. they buy like some stake in a team and then make like YouTube videos. I think that's kind of the end. Yeah. It's um it's like how much can you accomplish without ever thinking a substantial thought, basically? Like it's mm-hmm. like how much can you make out of just the desire to have one billion dollars? It turns out a lot. A lot. It is a lot, actually. <laughs> it seems like sometimes I wish I were like crueler, like because it's sometimes it's like, well, it would be nice to have like a little more money. Yeah. But <laughs> no, like to just be sinister because they yeah. are sinister. Yeah. It's, it's absolute cruelty. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like, like sometimes I don't know if you guys ever um, feel this way. Sometimes you're, I'm like, am I too content with like, like, should I be sort of, um, craving more from the world like or is is the point to just sort of like pursue what i want mm-hmm. and then like hope it works out i don't even think it's craving more i think it's thinking you deserve it. it's like sure yeah, there sure. is one billion dollars set aside for me and my job is just doing everything just i can it. to access it <laughs> yeah just get it mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely I actually, now I'm like, I respect it so much. I think it's really beautiful. I, yeah, there is <laughs> a part games. of me that's like, if only it happened in a vacuum and it didn't influence anyone else. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> I, I just like kind of worked for one of these companies, but I don't know if I like would be like sued for saying so, you know, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I just always think that like, you're not allowed to talk about anything. No, I know. I know. I guess if I don't name it, but it was so based on like lie culture. Yes. And it was just like so obvious that like the guy who ran it just wanted to make a ton of money and like Mm -hmm. be seen as a rich man, but had like no interest in anything that he was saying. And I kind of think it was a sleigh. (laughs) I mean, it is drag. (laughs) No, it's It's, drag. drag. We're all born naked. And And the rest is entrepreneurship. (laughs) And the rest is starting a company. I actually, there's something to that because I remember being a kid and being like, I could never like, I'll never be able to like perform serious in that way. Like Mm. that is, that is a performance of like, I know what I'm talking about. I care about what I'm talking about. And what I'm talking about is like numbers and the market. A hundred percent. And Ben, what you were saying about videos of people that have made it, it's like, that is their, again, I'm speaking as though I'm hosting a logo podcast. That is their actresses. It's like they, Oh yeah. Those are their kings. They're (laughs) Cape Blanchett. Is Steve Jobs. No, literally. Gary Vayner is their Zendaya. <laughs> like, like 100%. They live for those dolls. I, I really, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've ever watched any of like the entrepreneurship videos, but I am curious what they're saying. I think it's yeah. all based in like, if you imagine it, kind of based in that like a billion dollars is out there for you. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah. Um, and you have to, there has to be a, a level of magical thinking. Well, it's not just that. It's also like every, everyone has to be a little delusional in any industry to think they're going to be successful. I think the difference is that somehow everyone in the startup world, even if they're not successful, somehow has $20 million. 
Yeah. That's like, it's like, it's like if I were like a failed open mic comedian, but, and, and I was like, damn, I only made $10 million. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's no, the stakes are too low over there in in the tech world. Cause even if you fail, you win. Yeah. But isn't, this is where I think Bitcoin is really, really playing games. I think that is, I I just want to talk about this. No, I just feel like that is where they're losing all their money. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. That's well, that's I, I mean, again, I don't know because I'm like every the thing is, every chapter of this story, you're like, this is so stupid. Surely it's going to come crumbling down at any second. And then at any no. at every point, people just keep making more money. Yeah. And then I'm buying like a single use razor from a company just because like, <laughs> I'm like, I love that font. And like, sure. Yeah. I'm having trouble shaving. Absolutely. Yeah. No, the Harry's the H with the apostrophe sick revolution it's fun <laughs> so it's fun. fun so fun george you're a tech genius um 100%. are we gonna have is meta gonna be real like is that gonna be like a thing people actually care about um you mean like the metaverse yeah the thing is i don't i can't like if you had asked me if facebook was going to be successful i would have said no because it sounded stupid like if if you were like look it's a website and it's literally just like a different version of myspace do you think this is going to be the defining company of an entire generation i would have been like no it's just buzz <laughs> so like yeah my instinct is to say no no one's going to want to be in the metaverse and like holding conference like being instead of being saying, in a real conference room no, being in a just fake buzz yeah <laughs> It's just buzz. It's just just buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Like, isn't it all? Maybe that's the, that's the statement here. Exactly. And it's like Mm. buzz is reality basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, do, do people want to be, instead of in a real conference room, be in a conference room where that is in VR and, and you can also be a flying rhinoceros. Maybe. I mean, I'm going to be so nauseous within that world. I know. I'm going to feel sick. Yeah. It's like you growing <laughs> up in the metaverse. No, like I'm going to be, I'm going to be so whiny in the metaverse. <laughs> like I'm going to be hell. <laughs> yeah. That just does not sound fun, but okay. That's, yeah. I don't want it. I don't care about it. And I'm like, I, I guess my greatest fear is that I will end up caring and needing to care. Because I've even felt that way about cryptocurrency where I was like, yeah. nope, I'm never going to think about this. And then it was like, why do I hear about this four times a day? Yeah. I think my biggest fear is not that I have to care about it. Because if I wasn't, if I was pursuing any other kind of career, I'd be like, I'm choosing to ignore this and I'm just going to be a lawyer. But my biggest fear is that suddenly the jobs available for us will be writing VR content. I do love you as a lawyer, though. Thank you. I, I actually think that's really I think that's chic. like sick. <laughs> well, like that's really high. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Let's get it, girls. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, one more to the entrepreneurship thing. Where do you guys stand on like small business? I think like shop local, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I but is it gay I'm, or is I'm it totally, straight? I'm, I'm with oh, you on small that. business feels um that feels gay. I think, <laughs> yeah. you know, cause it's, it, again, it's like, we don't need so much. Like we yeah. just want to make like one soap, like right. they want to make, you know, but, but gay people also crave sort of 
I'd say they need a little bit of attention. Oh, huh? God. Wait, what do you knew you were going to bring this <laughs> I, I just feel like small businesses, like, yeah, maybe they, they okay. are humble in, like, how much they're trying to make monetarily, but, like, mm-hmm. they'll want the attention oh, of a big business. I'm they'll want to be a of... boutique. They won't want to be a small business. Okay, See, for me, true. I am so, if, if I, I'm so boutique, like the, the dream <laughs> is owning a small boutique that's successful in its, that like pay, definitely pays my rent. Like, I don't want to be struggling with my boutique. I want it to be a successful boutique. Well, no one wants a boutique that's struggling. That's, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally like, that's total nightmare. Um, I mean, I'm imagining like a poor family from a movie, like a cartoon and like the kids, like I have to work at the boutique tonight. Mother. <laughs> And Mother all the kids are me. like, you're a faggot. <laughs> like your mom's company sucks. Um, no, we're a struggling boutique. <laughs> <laughs> the main kid is like that. Your family's boutique is gauche. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm picturing your boutique now and it's, I like it. I'm yeah. Enjoying it. But There's that's some really, you, yeah. Yeah. But you never know though. It's like, it can be tasteful to you, but like, will it have clientele? <laughs> But here's the thing. I think what we're t- what Sam is talking about is like it being you have this boutique, but then you also are like, maybe I could start like a goop. Like exactly. maybe I could actually be like a famous face of this. Yes, you're and absolutely I, but, right. But I don't know any gay entrepreneurs. They don't exist. I don't know any. Well, Anthony. Oh, totally. that's true. Totally. That's true. Well, and Peter Thiel. Oh yeah, Peter <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Peter Thiel, mm-hmm. yeah, Tim Cook, Tim Cook. <laughs> oh, I sure. guess, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know what's, you know what they do? How they? It's funny how they brand the people over at Apple mm-hmm. because I don't feel like he's like a money hungry entrepreneur. I'm like he's mm-hmm. a genius, and it's like no, he's he's the CEO of like a huge. <laughs> company like it's for the art love (laughs) he didn't like do that by like being a nice sweetie no no he's definitely a demon (laughs) yeah which i think is fun i like i do too also like god bless like i would i i don't have i like that he inherited the company that Mm -hmm. seems easy to me he didn't have to think of invent the imac that also it's very gay brat which i kind of love yes 100%. 100%. Like, oh, daddy died and I got the company. Like, oh, do you guys want another iPad? It's like, no. Uh-uh. I'm uh, fascinated by this idea of like the gay instinct to make the boutique into a conglomerate. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I do okay. think that's there, but never, but I, I don't know. We don't, I don't have an example of that. So I don't know if we would, because that seems straight that kind of like making something so big. I, yeah, yeah, I guess. Cause well, like, I guess, I guess the, the straight version is wanting to make it into a billion dollar company. The gay version is wanting to make it into a lifestyle brand. <laughs> yeah. I mean the real, yeah. I'm trying to think of like what I would want. Like my fantasy of a business, if I were to start a business tomorrow, it would be like upstate New York, but just right. like an hour out of the city. Mm-hmm. Not too far. Not too far. And it's um, like a, a boutique thrift store. You know what I mean? And it's a consignment shop. And it's yeah, like, you're oh, like and shooting like, yourself would... in the foot financially already. <laughs> no, losing no, thousands. You're not going to, yeah. this is not a conglomerate. <laughs> no, but like, but okay. So, but then it's like, people are, think it's so charming. And then we get like a really amazing Instagram presence. <laughs> yeah. But you're not thinking about the bottom line here. Well, and this is my problem is this is what I mean. It's like, I'm not an entrepreneur, but that doesn't mean I don't want a small business. Right. So small business is square. 
Right. Small, well, small business. If you, I mean, it, it's rejecting the kind of capitalist instinct for infinite growth and being like, no, I identify as small, but we wouldn't <laughs> be opposed to it becoming big. Right. If it sure, happens yeah. organically. Yeah. Like no gay man is ever like, no, I want less. Sure. <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen, but we're not immediately starting out. You just want to have this beautiful furniture store in the cat skills, yeah. mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you immediately like want it to be like RC Willie. I think in fact, what we're RC talking Willie, about, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even that's know. That's where my Willie girls. Do you not know what RC Willie is? Oh my God. No. I'm from Idaho. And that's like our, that is, I just assume they were in every state, but they're like a massive furniture store. Oh. Oh. But like, you, know, you uh, said a couple brands today where I've been like just sort of nodding, pretending to know and sort of not. not really? Knowing. What else? Oh there was God. some the jacket. You were Can like we about storm it? something jacket. Oh, Stone Island. oh you know, Stone I will Island. come out as also not knowing a couple of the brands you mentioned when oh. you were talking about the dress, the how CEOs dress. Oh, I just see it as like, yeah, I will say I'm really fascinated by straight man's clothing lately. A hundred percent. Like specifically, um, I think I'm saying it wrong, but it's like Amlian Dore or Amlian Dore. Oh, a, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Like straight men are all wearing it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't spend money on anything. These t-shirts are like $90. That guy like, is I'm now so in charge confused. of New Balance. Did you know that? Oh, that's entrepreneur. There entrepreneur. you go. <laughs> it can be done. <laughs> but that yeah okay sorry i wasn't trying to like lay down these random freaking references like, <laughs> you're like no. your references suck we don't know what the fuck you're talking about but no. yeah just more of those like expensive like i guess like patagonia exactly vibe. everything is like a descendant of patagonia and yeah. like like slightly hype beasty i guess yes. like they lean sure. they well it's hype beast like, meets uh going hiking yeah, I love that. With like, but then like loving sneakers, I guess. Yeah, mm. you know, and and that being like a huge thing. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, Benito, <laughs> never ever soften your references for me. And hey, you I know, won't. he can handle it. He can handle, <laughs> he can handle it. it. And hey, I won't. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. I appreciate it. Because that. what you're doing is you're elevating our podcast beyond. I really don't. Okay. This is now a fashion podcast. <laughs> I was, no, and I, that's what I wanted for you guys. Um, no, I will say every time I do the podcast with Mary Beth, she does have a few references that I'm like you are two years older than me. Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I wait until after the pod. Cause it's like the way that we're raised TV shows really just cycle so quickly that yeah. like, I love Lizzie McGuire, but like someone maybe like two years younger than me, they're like, I don't know who that is. It's sweet life of Zach and Cody. And that, yeah. that's what I want. Especially for Disney this. channel. That is so true. It's quick. They rip through those kids. <laughs> yeah. In many ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's cruel, huh. Sam. Well, uh, no, it's cruel what they do to them. No, you're really right. Funny. Say that. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, actually, yeah. And you know what? Um, yeah, yeah. I'll say <laughs> some child stars are not treated well. Yeah, especially by the Disney Corporation. Oh, but I'm sure they're figuring it out. We'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, can you guys cut all this? Yeah, we'll cut um, all. Of it. We'll <laughs> cut every mention of a brand that's not completely uh, favorable. Please, please, <laughs> please, God. But look up RC Willie. You'll, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. It was like 
Um, you know, like TLC, those old shows like Trading Spaces mm-hmm. and Oh, I'm seeing it now. I recognize ready. the yes. You know, you've definitely mm-hmm. driven by one, like in, you know, the middle of America. it's a big box store. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I, I guess I'm surprised I haven't heard of it. Here's it's what I'll time. say. Because <laughs> it, 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 I'm, of course, obsessed with the boutique discussion because I think it encapsulates pretty much everything about our economy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to me, it's, I think what we're getting at is that it's not that gay men either don't want or do want to conglomeratize. It's that actually they're addicted to debating whether or not what size they want their company to be. And in the meantime, straight men are making $1 billion. Yeah. Mm. So while we're having these discussions about like, well, we want to keep it small, but we want to grow it, but we want to like maintain the brand identity. Meanwhile, people are like, oh, I just made a billion dollars. (laughs) Yeah. And we want to be fun on social. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They've already pitched it in the room. Yeah. That is a great point, actually. That's why we all need to be crueler. I know. Have a little less artistic integrity. Don't have fun on socials. Just... I do think having fun on social never as good for the bottom line as you think it's going to be. <laughs> no, I mean, now I'm having this thing where I'm like, I don't respect this company. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like Wendy's settle down. Like this <laughs> yeah. is inappropriate or like Foot Locker responded to something this week. And I was just like, that's inappropriate. Like you're a big brand. Like <laughs> yeah. stop it. You're not a voice. You're a brand. Like you're a big brand. I agree completely. Like I'm also like, I, even though in my mind, I know it's a different team. I'm like, shouldn't you be making sneakers? <laughs> no, exactly. That's sickening. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. I even like, I saw an Instagram ad for the Buffalo exchange where they were like, look at the finds that we found. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, 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 you're an, if you know, you know, exactly. Place. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be like, advertising to randos on Instagram. Like you don't need to grow. You're a weird thrift store that has all these weird locations. Keep it that way. Yeah. No one's going to go to the Buffalo exchange because they saw it on Instagram. No. And I can't can't get that top. It was thrifted. That's one. That's one of one. (laughs) I mean, well, here's okay. I think that's, mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) okay, wait, okay. I do have this one question. Yes. I think also like, I don't know if I physically could pitch a company because I, during the pandemic, I've had this thing where I just dissociate all the time. Like I cannot focus on anything. So I think it is specifically straight to be able to say the same thing that many times and like still be able to like sell in rooms. Like I could, I just can't. It's comforting for them. They don't crave new ideas. No, no. No, they like that one like PowerPoint keynote. Yes. And I think actually that's yeah. like, that goes back to the boot, gay men's boutique versus straight man's <laughs> startup is like, we're, we'll be like, okay, what if we like produce, you know, what if we like produce that same top, but with a little heart on it? It's like making these tiny little changes. Meanwhile, Peter Thiel is just saying the same thing every single day and each day making $1 billion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are going to love him after this podcast. I know. Also, I guess he's not straight. I mean, that cut that example. That was not a wait, good example. What do you mean? Oh, wait. Yeah, straight. Sorry. I, I, know, like, not, like, I, I did not know like, he was gay. Oh, yeah. Famously. Oh, it's a whole thing. Then why is everyone coming for the queen? <laughs> like, let the doll. Like, can we chill for two no. seconds? No, like, the whole oh, thing. Oh, my God. I mean, he's famously. We'll he's get into most... it offline. But it's no, like you, it was a famous thing when he was outed. Yeah. 
No, teach oh. the children. You should say it. Okay, I well, ne- I, I have never heard this. Yeah. Okay, so Gawker, my current employer, but before I was employed by them, published something essentially like talking about Peter Thiel being gay. And he then made it his life's mission to take the website down. And in fact, did take it down by fully funding, or not fully, but allegedly funding Hulk Hogan's lawsuit against Gawker for like a different thing completely. So Peter Thiel was like the reason Gawker got shut down the first time. Oh my God. And yeah. he supported Hulk Hogan in the process. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, okay. <laughs> you know, camp. <laughs> no, honey, it's camp. Honey, it's Brooke camp. Hogan, Brooke Hogan had hits. <laughs> it's so bad. I can't, but like, why do I know that? Like, I know, I know. that Brooke it's Hogan so, has it's songs. So, it's so sad. It well, sucks. I think that also, even now, puts us in such a funny, talking about like the Disney Channel stuff and how like the, the time moves so quickly. Like us knowing that Brooke Hogan has hits, like we are a small sect of time that yeah. understands that. <laughs> we had again, to be born within again, like would, this nine month period. It would yeah. bomb at a crowd. It would bomb yeah. at a show. We'd bring up Brooke Hogan, no one, to be, the fuck? But us, <laughs> Us Hogan, those best girls, we know. We know. We know Brooke has we know. the track. Listen, if you if you know Sneaker Night, you know. Oh my God! Wait, didn't it was so funny? I just saw some video where like Vanessa Hudgens, someone came up to her and brought up Sneaker Night, and they were like, "It's my favorite song," and even she was like, what "The fuck?" I, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we recently realized that independently, the two of us and Matt and Bowen both brought up Sneaker Night on our respective podcasts. <laughs> I absolutely remember buying it on iTunes and yeah. defending it to people. Great hit. I, no. Her first few songs were really good. Vanessa had great early hits. And then Sneaker Night came out. It was a little, it was controversial. Absolutely. <laughs> and I just remember being like at school, like, no, this song is still sick. Sneaker Night kind of has the vibe of a startup but pitch where mm-hmm, she was like, well, on. I want the billion dollars, but like, I don't have an idea yet. Mm-mm. And they're like, uh, we got it. <laughs> yeah, we're putting it out. Oh, I'm going to watch that video after this. Isn't it, is it a bowling alley? No, she's It's definitely, she's wearing light up shoes. I can't remember if she's in a bowling alley, but the sneakers do light up. Yeah, I can't remember either. Good. Because it was, you know, the song was so powerful. I didn't need to connect to the music video in that way. Mm -hmm. Well, it It would have been additive, but yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. What do we think, Sam? Should we? I think I think we should do our segment? final segment. All right. I, okay. I actually do. I think we've gotten to the bottom of it. I think. Well, Ben, do you have any final thoughts on entrepreneurship? Oh my god, I think what I, yeah, my like a serious thought is that I can't tell if I. I think sometimes I like respect it, but then I, for the most part, all of it feels heartless. Mm-hmm. So that is, and kind of like very jumping onto brands and jumping onto like what's hitting Mm -hmm. and like all of these, I think it's soulless because all of the companies I keep seeing are like just remakes of other ones, which just feels inherently like your heart's not in it. Yeah. You know, there's almost something like we don't, we need to try something new. Like none Mm -hmm. of this is working, Mm -hmm. you know, take things up. Yeah. Like try to actually innovate. (laughs) (laughs) It's also like, or Mm -hmm. don't like, just like be a chill person. I guess that's true. There is a business work at a boutique, like literally (laughs) work at a boutique. Like they're struggling. Like find love. Yeah. Like the resources are there for you to (laughs) take advantage of. You don't need a billion dollars. Yeah. There is something, there is an argument to be made for like 
the most ethical thing you can do is nothing because <laughs> it's having like the least possible impact on like the environment, the economy, <laughs> like <laughs> just chill, yeah. just yeah. literally chill out for one second. And it, you'll find it's so much better. I don't know. These, these people, these business people, I'm like, you were a child once. What happened to that? What happened to that child? They need us wonder? in the room for these pitches. <laughs> Finally, someone just raise their hand and be like, can I talk? Can I be real for a second? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I that be real is for the second? one thing that is needed in that environment is like someone, in, yeah, someone to raise bubble. their hand and be like, okay, guys, like, Let's cut it out for one second. Guys, this sucks. <laughs> like, Am I right? Like, this sucks. Bullshit. Yeah. Mm. No, I think we should. Um, it's all small business. It's going to, we're going to go back to boutiques. Shop local. Um, yeah. It's going to shop. We're going to shop local. At, um, and yeah. they're all going to be family owned. And, um, and also like no new things. Just like if the business is struggling, help that business. And let's just get those businesses back up and running. No, <laughs> no like need to are... like keep inventing new businesses. No, like people make plates in Brooklyn, like sell them at your boutique. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you can yes. source these things. Yeah. Like there are glass blowers everywhere, I assume. There definitely so, do not need to be more glass blowers. No, no. <laughs> well, and and end on that. Yeah. And end on that. <laughs> yeah. a, an epic takedown of glass blowing community. Yeah. Um, let's do our final segment. Let's do it. So um, our final segment is called shout outs and in it, we give a shout out to anything that we are enjoying sort of in an homage to the straight tradition um, of the shout out. Imagine you're at TRL, it's doesn't one and you're shouting back to your squad back home, just mm -hmm. about anything you like. Um, George, do you have one? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. What's up freaks and losers out there. It's your boy, George. I want to give a quick shout out to all the vegetables that were trendy in like the 2010s that people now think are lame. Kale, Brussels sprouts. I, I know we have this instinct to move on, but actually like that was the right move. We don't, <laughs> we don't need to like, invent, like just recommit to kale. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of like the, of, of kind of the sweatshirt that says kale and it's cringe. Just like recommit to kale. It's good. It's good in a lot of things. I recently put a kale stem in something. I cut it into little pieces and then I cooked it and it was delicious and added a really great crunch to the meal I was making. Don't try to in reinvent the wheel. Don't make me learn about new vegetables. Just recommit to kale. <laughs> Woo. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. I'll go. Okay. And you know what? Okay, what's up, freaks, losers, and sexual perverts? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I would like to give a shout out, and I mentioned it earlier, but I had been um, revisiting the Scream franchise, and I want to give it a huge shout out. I think it is so fun to watch them reinvent the series, and every time they do it, you're like, there's no fucking way they're going to be able to do this again. And then I'm watching, I'm laughing, I'm enjoying. I watched Scream 4 this week. Uh, and it was so good. And I was like, okay, this is this franchise could go on for the rest of my life and I would be happy about it. Mm -hmm. I watched the newest Scream this week and I was also saying, and I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Scream 4, but it was good. And so I just want to say, Scream, you're a genius franchise. No one's doing it like you. And you have uh, been the, the original uh, meta horror girly since the start. Um, you're an inspiration to us all and we love you. Woo! Yes. Okay, Benito, right. whenever you are ready. 
Oh my God, I don't know what I'm loving right now. I guess like she is straight. So what's up, you That's guys? Fine. I want to shout out. <laughs> what's up, you guys? It's Betty Drama. Um, I want to shout out Monica Aldama from Cheer, season two exclusively. Um, she goes through it. And I I it's I couldn't stop watching the past few days. I really thought I was just gonna skip and watch Daytona because like nine hours of a show that's like about a single topic seems insane um, that we've already watched 10 hours of. Mm -hmm. But um, I, she really goes through it and I like feel for her. She is like, and it's so weird cause it's like she, is like going to church and I'm still like pause up. Like I'm like, absolutely, like, <laughs> I, the, and I'm like the power of prayer. Like that's so, I love you so much. And I just think that she, yeah, she, I, I'm like pitching this season, but like, it's so dark. So like, do not watch unless you like really want to go through it. But I could <laughs> not believe a complex shout out. It's so sinister, <laughs> but she just goes through so much. And I just like feel, I've been thinking about her all week. Like I just feel like yeah. genuinely, so like she's a warrior um so i really want to shout out monica aldama like i'm really i'm really proud of her like and um i assume there's not a season she is a cheerleader she's the coach she's the coach <laughs> okay yeah she's the oh coach. You haven't seen sam and i don't sam no. and i don't know this world that's why we're we're giving you blank face you haven't seen any cheer no i'm how did, no. i we're not how really did you reality avoid? queens <laughs> and i'm not either it's more of like a doc like I don't watch the housewives, which people yeah. like get sick over. Okay. So I know this woman because so I remember mad. reading about her after the first season and and she was kind of like a breakout. I'm now, she's, I'm now, I now can picture who you're talking about. She's it incredible. Was just one of those shows where I was like, I'm going to wait for this to blow over. Same. And, and then it yeah. did. And so I just felt like I was free, but now it's back. So I, I it's, I'm not free, but we love a complex like female protagonist. Of she is complex. Like she makes mistakes, but you just <laughs> see how much she cares. I don't know. Like this has clearly really been like, I'm, I'm very passionate about this because yeah. like, I feel so, I don't know. I just on, as far as like a reality show, I guess it's like doc meets reality. They don't really know how to do it like at sometimes i'm just like i'm just watching a cheer competition i love it and then sometimes it's like some of the darkest material i've ever seen and i'm like okay and that's life <laughs> and honey, that's just life but um but yeah i just i really i really feel for her shout out a huge shout out to her i hope she's huge. okay like Netflix kind of ruined her life. <laughs> oh no i like want to know like, more but i can't ask you because we but, like because it yeah. would be too dark, I'm sure. Well, it's just no, it's just like she coached this team and then this show got so famous. So the season like season two is almost like it wouldn't have existed if they didn't become massively famous I see, from I season see. one. And now so she's like too famous. Two, got it. Season two is like the aftermath of like her getting opportunities and then like the kids she's coaching in Texas being like heartbroken and like saying <sighs> awful things about her. And you just feel so bad because she's like strutting around her little boots and these yeah. gyms in texas and she's just getting like reamed on the internet i just yeah i hope she's okay i really do huge shout out huge Woo! shout out huge shout out, yeah. um, huge huge shout out. Huge, glad huge. i got that off my chest yeah <laughs> wow but i would like i would say that if even if you don't like reality like i do think that season of one of cheer is more like documentary style mm -hmm. and it is slightly fascinating like how much people care about this oh of course sports. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's yeah, very it's, um you know those like best in show those movies like it's like yeah i love a niche community and seeing people really dedicate their live life to to something 
their entire lives. It's yeah. That's true entrepreneurship. Yeah. So, I, I agree. <laughs> entrepreneurship of the self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I love that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, thank you so much for doing the pod. This has been oh, incredible. You. This has been an yeah. absolute delight. It was a dream. It was a dream. Thank you. And so you know what? We're pitching this episode for seed funding and I hope mm-hmm. we can get a billion dollars. We will. It's out there <laughs> for us. It's waiting. It, Maybe it's waiting for us. <laughs> Finally. I can't wait for your boutique. Same. Oh, I'll see you guys at the boutique. We're having a really small launch event. It's three people. <laughs> but Love. they're rich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With little tiny pies. <laughs> yeah, but they're rich. And also there's designer drugs. <laughs> okay. Well, goodbye. Bye. Love you. Bye.